Welcome to the Be Free program where you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. I'm your host, Lerita Roshke, and I'm excited to be here again. It is just, it's been a lot of fun and um, getting some good reports of how uh, the word that we've been ministering on here with the different guests is helping people, and it's just uh, a blessing to be with you. I've got some guests with me today. Uh, I've got Dawn Kennedy. Say hello. Good morning. Good to have you here. Thank you. She's my friend and uh, office administrator for our ministry. And then Hunter Kennedy, which is the producer of my TV program. And oh gosh, what are what are you, musician? Uh, my goodness, social media website, you name it, he does it. Hi, Hunter. Hola. <laughs> so glad to have them here. They put up with me a lot, or they put a lot. Put up a lot from me. I'm not sure which one it is. <laughs> All of the above. <laughs> All of the above, right? Right. Well, it's a good day. It's a good day. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Hey, Facebook, it's good to see you guys. It's always fun to have our Facebook people come online with us. It's very cool. Yay. So today, I'm going to talk about being transformed into the image of the sun. But I have a story to tell y'all, but it's a secret. I... It's a secret because I don't want everybody to know uh, that well, I ha- works on the radio. Well, well, only a few, you know, won't tell. Mm-hmm. In Invisalign braces, okay, I got Invisalign braces and I've been wearing them for a while at night. And uh, I just, you know, I felt like I had this Pumba tooth and I had to do something about it. And, and so I've been wearing it for a while. But here's the thing. I went back for my next set of trays. And they had to take a dental impression of me, right? Another one because one tooth was not doing what it's supposed to do. And if we didn't get that one tooth, it's, not going, it's going to mess up the rest of the teeth. And so they take this dental impression, Dawn, and it requires putting this purple and white putty. My and favorite it ta- gag toy. Yes, mm-hmm. it tastes like plastic. And they put it in this big tray, right? And the tray is like bigger than your mouth. Mm -hmm. And they squeeze all this stuff in it and they stick it up in there and then they shove it up to the roof of your mouth and hold it for four minutes. Yeah, you didn't tell me I was going to practice (laughs) gagging right now. And it was pretty disgusting. It was nasty. But I'm determined that this this tooth is going to get in line. It's going to do what it needs to do, okay? So I'm suffering. You know, I'm not suffering for Jesus, but I'm suffering for, for beauty or whatever. <laughs> so, it's the woman thing. So they put it in that tray, and I, you bite down on it. And what it does is it leaves an exact impression of my teeth. It molds completely, totally to my teeth. I know because they almost took the teeth out of my mouth when they removed that thing. I mean, it is tight. It's exactly the way my teeth are at this moment. So this is necessary because one tooth has not been conforming to the trays like it should. The other teeth were. So I couldn't use the other trays they already had made for me. They said, no, this one tooth is not conforming to that tray, to that brace. And so it's going to impede the process of straightening all my teeth. Y'all may think, what on earth is this woman talking about? We're going to get somewhere here in a minute. So the braces are so tight, Hunter, I don't know if you've ever had braces. You look like you have because they're absolutely perfect teeth. He's got oh the gosh. kid's got perfect, perfect teeth for real. Um, no braces. That's not fair. That is not <laughs> fair at all. I didn't even want to smile when I was a kid in school. I was like, ah, I'm not doing it. But yeah, he's got pearly whites over there. The braces are so tight that the pressure. Okay, you getting this? The pressure begins to force my teeth to align. 
with the braces. It has to take on the image and the conformity of the braces. Are you with me? Mm -hmm. They make your gums and teeth hurt. I'm going to tell you that what makes it sore. But if they are not tight enough to hurt, they won't transform my teeth and smile to the desired results. So, you know, beauty hurts sometimes. Beauty hurts. It's painful. I'm going to tell you. You should, if you're a guy, be thankful you're a guy. <clears throat> sometimes. <laughs> yeah, because they don't do anything to look No, nice. <laughs> they get up, they take a shower, and they wash their hair or put a cap on. You know, it doesn't matter. That's the way they go. That's the way they, they roll. And, and not us. It's four hours later we can leave the house. <clears throat> sometimes, though, let me tell you, what God uses to transform you may not be pleasant. That molding stuff was, whew, that was scary stuff. But the results are worth it. So one day I'll be able to smile and everything will be perfect and I'll be so excited and happy about that. And I won't have to worry about the trays and the ooey gooey stuff. But right now I'm still in the process of my teeth being transformed into the image that I want. Well, today we're going to talk about being transformed into the image of the sun. So 2 Corinthians 3.18, I hope you guys got a Bible. I hope every, every Sunday when, and Monday when y'all listen to this that you get your Bible out and get a notepad. 2 Corinthians 3.18 says this, But we all, with unveiled face, beholding in a mirror the glory of the Lord, and are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as by the Spirit of the Lord. And I was reading that scripture last night, and it just jumped out to me. It just literally jumped out to me that we are to be, number one, we're to come with an unveiled face. Okay, I'm going to put one of you guys, put you guys on the spot. What do you think that means to come with an unveiled face? It means not looking at yourself and just saying, okay, Lord, I know there's things about me that still need to be better. Mm -hmm. But Father, I just totally come into your presence mm -hmm. and I let you take me as I am and don't hide anything from him. Mm -hmm. Don't try to hide things because he can see them. Mm -hmm. I think when I think of an unveiled face, besides that, I think of taking the mask off. Or the makeup off. Yeah, yeah taking the makeup yeah. off. Yeah, I, I remember at one time that I, you, you all were there. I did a, uh, I was preaching and I did an illustrated sermon and I literally took my makeup off in front of everybody. And that was, you know, my humbling and all the pride gone. I mean, just gone, drained out of me. But the Lord was saying, come with an unmasked face. And let them see the real that you. Hides our blemishes. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I was really glad to get my makeup back on. I'm just going to tell you right now. But it's to come, it's to unveil. That word unveil means open face, to come with an open face, even if it's a sad face, even if it's an angry face, um, questioning, bewildered, confused. Whatever the face is, he wants it to be unveiled. Because a lot of times, even in church, I mean, we, we mask we mask the real us and what's going on in our life. And I don't know if either one of y'all have ever felt that way, but I know at times, you know, you, and even as a minister, you don't want, you know, gosh, I'm here to minister to everybody. I can't be falling apart myself today. Right. You, try to, you try to have it all together so that you can bless other people, yeah. but still we go through battles yeah. too. Yeah. And I think about in school, um, Hunter, I don't know about you, but in school I remember I would... I would just like put this mask on or this image because I didn't feel like I fit in. Well, I, I didn't. I really didn't fit mm -hmm. in. But I see now that that was okay. 
God didn't want me to fit in right. with the mold because those around me were you know, drinking and drugs and you know partying and all that, and the Lord mm-hmm. didn't want me to fit in that. And I had, but that pressure, right? That pressure to fit in, that happens. It happened in my generation. I can't imagine about yours. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I remember um, in high school. You know, I was always the the goody two shoes, and everybody knew it. And um, but I mean, just because of my personality, I always had people that would want me to go to their high school parties and get high with them and and just laugh and just like <clears throat> be obnoxious and stuff. And I was never ever really about that. Praise but God. but there definitely was that pressure. And I mean, even as like as as a young man, there's like certain stereotypes that people push on men, mm-hmm. you know, to not be emotional and to not show that you have a sensitive side and to be, you know, this this rock in front of everybody Macho. and yeah, this really machismo attitude and I'm not I never really fit into that myself because I believe in having and and showing who you are and what you're going through and and you know, sometimes dudes cry, you know, and <laughs> yeah. that's that's okay, you know, like so there, there definitely is always this pressure to to be a certain way and and to conform to that stereotype. I guess you mm-hmm. could say. Yeah, and but God made you who you are for a reason. He made you unique. He made you in His own image and in His glory. And you are fearfully and wonderfully made, is what the Word of God says. And so we should be okay with being who we are. But this world, the world. I mean, especially. Um, now it seems like that if you're a Christian, there's something wrong with you. That's you know kind of the way the world's looking at. It. If you're a Christian, then you know you're um, prejudiced or whatever. You know you're out of touch and mm-hmm. uh, you don't you're not you don't really love. You're you're all these things. But we need to be who God created us to be individually and as a Christian, and not be afraid of it. And loving those around us that aren't and but showing them Christ, mm-hmm. you know, dare to be different, dare to be uh, who God created you to be and to carry the glory and the presence of God wherever you go. And that doesn't mean that, that you're always perfect and you don't have problems. I, a lot of times I go to the Lord with an unveiled face, you know, like, Lord, Lord, this is really hard right now. I don't like what I'm going through. And so, Father, here's this situation. And, uh, you know, I lift it up to you, Lord. I give this to you. And Father, I take my peace now. I receive my peace from you and my rest and my joy. And it's okay to come with an unveiled face. And sometimes we have to do it in front of people as well. But you can always do it in front of your Father to just take the veil off, take the mask off in your life. Well, in Proverbs, that talk, that's the fear of the Lord. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And that is uh, the ability to release yourself to him and have and and gain wisdom and reverence and it says that when you break those words down it says that we um get wise thinking and we act with wisdom and so i want to do that yeah i mean i may not like what i have to unveil before the lord and and sometimes we think that we're giving something up or we're you know, maybe it's control. Maybe it's, you know, maybe it's not a habit. Maybe it's just something like control or fear or fear that you have to give up before the Lord. And it feels like, uh, you don't want to just totally release yourself in that because what if it does hurt? What Mm -hmm. if something God asks you to do is painful? What Mm -hmm. if it is really hard, Mm -hmm. but But it's worth the result, But it's worth the result because it's going to bring more freedom Mm -hmm. than we can ever imagine and more joy and more peace and more everything. Mm -hmm. And the alternative is in, in Romans 12, it talks about, um, 
if we're not seeking the Lord and we're not giving him the due reverence, then we think ourselves wise Mm -hmm. and we're actually confused Mm -hmm. and we have a dark mind, it says, Mm -hmm. and we open ourselves up to every wicked thing out there, sexual immorality, gossip, all the Mm -hmm. things, you know, those are uh, strife, uh, fear, all everything, everything that you could think coming against you. It's you're opening Mm -hmm. yourself up to it. If we're Mm -hmm. not yielding and unveiling ourselves before the Lord. That's true. That is so true. And the the scripture is actually giving you the permission to unveil your face, to take the mask off. You don't have to have it all together, have to have it all right. You don't have to be the, have the answer for everything or be everyone's answer because he is. Because Jesus is. Praise but we, God. Yes. But I don't we want to be everybody's no, answer. No, no. <laughs> but we have the answer. We right, carry it. Right. And there is a freedom in going to him with those things. There's a freedom in giving him those things that we don't have the answer to. So whomever is listening right now, I invite you to just give it all to the Lord. Just unveil, unmask your face. And uh, he already knows it anyway. But if you just keep it bottled up and don't give it to him, then there's no chance for healing. There's no chance for deliverance. There's no chance for wholeness and health and your life going forward. So uh, I invite you right now just to allow the Lord into those areas that have been veiled before. But this scripture in 1 Corinthians 3, 18 says, but we all with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord. Now, behold means to show in a mirror or to reflect, to look at oneself. Every once in a while, guys, you need to stop and look at yourself. If, if there is a problem that keeps going on and uh, it keeps happening and you think, man, I lost this job, I lost that job, I lost this job, and it's always the job, it was always the work, it was always the people. But if you're the common denominator, sometimes you need to take a very strong, truthful look and say, okay, God, what do I need to change? It means to behold in a mirror, to look at oneself, to reflect. And sometimes it's good. Um, I don't believe God ever wants us in condemnation and guilt and shame and beating ourselves up. But there is a positive side of looking and saying, okay, Father, How do I need to be transformed into the image of Christ? What do I need to let go of? What behavior? What what do I need to do to begin to change some things in my life so that the outcome would be what I want? And the good thing is, is that even though you're, you're saying, Lord, I need to change this or show me what to change, he's not really looking at you in condemnation. He's, I mean, he's never looking at you in condemnation. He already sees the son of God in you. And he, and he sees you with approval. So all he does is look at you with love, and he's not going, well, yeah, you're right, you low life, mm-hmm. you've been this or that. He never, ever approaches us that mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. He just brings us higher, and he just wants to love us. And mm-hmm. so he looks at you, and he goes, oh, man, that's my kid. I'm yes. so proud of her or him. Mm-hmm. And, let, and let's have this conversation, and let's make it better. That's all he wants to do is, is have a loving conversation with us. Right. A loving relationship mm-hmm. with us, connecting with him. Uh, he's a good, good father. Now, that verse also says, um, let me read it out of the Amplified. I love the Amplified. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it's a joke. Whenever I go minister, I've got like 14 Bibles because I love all these different versions. And, and I'm not fast enough to do it all on the iPad. I'd, I'd get messed up somehow. But it says, and all of us, 
everybody, as with unveiled face, because we, are, we continue to behold in the word of God, beginning to behold in the word of God as in a mirror the glory of the Lord. So we're to behold the glory of the Lord. Behold, to show in a mirror, to reflect. But the glory, listen to this. And I'm going to ask you, are you beholding this in the mirror? Is this what you're seeing? The glory of the Lord is his dignity. Now, we're talking about looking in the mirror, looking in the mirror of God's word and looking at the mirror of ourselves. The dignity, the honor, the praise, the worship, the splendor, the brightness, the magnificence, the excellence, the grace and the majesty of the Lord. Is that what you see when you get the word out and you begin to read? Or is it, oh, man, I messed up here and, oh, boy, I need to fix this. And, oh, gosh, I wish I hadn't done that. Man, if I could start over, I'm such a, I'm so such a mess and unworthy. It's never going to change. Is that what you're beholding? Are you beholding the glory of the Lord? That's what he wants you to see. When you look in that mirror and when you look into God's word, are you coming with an unmasked face and are you letting the glory of the Lord and the possibilities? Yes, possibilities. There are possibilities that we've never considered. I mean, uh, Hunter, when we started out a few years ago and I said, Hunter, I really believe that the Lord wants us to do a TV program, but only thing we can do right now is YouTube. I said, Hunter, I just I feel compelled. I've got to do this. I've got to do this. And so I remember Hunter, and it was I don't know four years ago or something like that. And I said, mm-hmm. Can you come to my house and just use your phone and let's do a YouTube video? That I'm going to teach. I'm going to teach from the, my desk at the office because it was just in me. It was burning. I just couldn't couldn't keep from doing it. Right and right. Hunter. You made it happen on YouTube first, right? Yes. You took the small thing. And then because we, we stepped in and we saw there was a possibility, right? There was a possibility here, and it was stirred in our spirit. Then God opened the door. We were faithful with that. It wasn't very long after that God opened the door to be on a network, mm-hmm. right? And you took the possibility, I mean, of what your gifting, your unique ability that you didn't keep hidden All right. Go with me here for a minute. Mm -hmm. You didn't keep your talent and your ability and your creativity hidden, even though you were, you know, just learning. You said, "Okay, I'm going to unmask that. And you you jumped in and you started doing it. I mean, what was that like? I I don't it was a trip, honestly. Like, (laughs) I mean, we we started in the office and then for for a good while we were with another network and I wasn't really doing a whole lot. But as soon as the the provisions were made to where I took over production within what was it like four to six months Mm -hmm. we were already international and well first whenever we expanded to national like that was a a big deal to me me too that's what I was going to school for was for film and stuff and I was like completely shocked that before I had even graduated I was producing this national television show and then shortly after it went international and I still hadn't had my degree for it. So I was sitting here, you know, (laughs) flying by the seat of my pants, just trusting that God was going to make whatever I had work, you know, and it did and it does, you know, and that's that's something that I could never, ever take for granted. It's so special to like go back and read the letters that people send in and, you know, just from their point of view you know, read and understand what they're going through and it just breaks your heart. Mm -hmm. But to know that 
that what you're doing is making a difference in somebody's life and they're, you know, starting to make steps to get back on the right path. Like it's so mm-hmm. incredible and, and it, it causes you to like change the way you think about things because, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of times sitting behind a camera or behind the computer, it, you can feel really small in what you're doing and it can get really boring and, and tedious at times, you know, cause mm-hmm. you're just constantly doing the same thing over and over. Yeah. It's no and fun having to like edit me, me, is it? I mean, it's not that big of a deal, but I mean, for, oh, yeah, I've heard for someone stories. like me, I, I like to, um, I like to do a lot of things and yeah. I like to be, uh, diversified and entertained, you know, yeah. in, in the things that I'm doing or yeah. else I just get bored with it. But, you know, even with all of that happening, it's, it's so easy to lose, you know, heart and what you're doing. And it's so easy to, to forget the kind of difference that you're making. And like I said, when I would sit up and I would listen to mom, my mom pray with people on our prayer line. And like, I would hear people just sobbing Mm -hmm. because they're so thirsty for what, for what we're doing, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, having that reminder and seeing those things really makes everything that we've done Mm -hmm. worth it. But we wouldn't be where we are if, you know, either of us had said no. Mm -hmm. It it took us stepping into that calling. Even into the fearful place of the unknown. Absolutely. We could could very well have failed and did some. Right. And even like as as a musician, like Mm -hmm. being in front of people, and and learning how to deal with stage fright, you know, like mm-hmm. in those anxieties mm-hmm. that come with being in front of a crowd, like right. it's it can be really tough and you can get nervous and start shaking and sweating and get scared <laughs> and like your nervous system like attacks you because you don't, you know, that flight or flight about me? response starts happening. No, just me personally. <laughs> but but being no, I'm underneath, the one that falls off the platform. <laughs> <laughs> being underneath that kind of pressure. You know, like you were just saying, it it transforms you into a different person and Mm -hmm. you get comfortable in what you're doing and you learn how to cope and you learn how to deal. Mm -hmm. And and that's um, it's, you know, a good correlation to Christianity is because, Mm -hmm. you know, there are things that that are hard. Being a Christian is very hard because you have to have that that mindset that, yes, this is what I choose to believe. This is what I'm going to do, regardless of what. Everything else, you know, regardless of the thousands of people looking at you saying to do something else, you know, mm-hmm. like it's definitely difficult. But the the end result is is your salvation and the end result is ultimately heaven. And if there's nothing on this, you know, there is nothing on this earth that is worth, you know, even remotely close to what heaven is. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if that is your end goal, like what are you doing? Yeah. You know, get get there. Right. No matter what it takes, no matter how hard it is, no matter who, you know, comes against you, get there. Yeah. It's worth the resistance. It's worth the pressure. Oh, absolutely. Uh, because being transformed in the image of Christ means you change. Mm-hmm. Change is not always comfortable. It's not always pleasant. But, oh, my goodness, it's worth it, especially if you're changing into something good. If you're right. being transformed into the image of Christ, which is going to forever and always be good, mm-hmm. you know. And we're all on a journey. We're all on a process. None of us have got it all together. Uh, it's only in Christ, through Christ. So we're all still learning, and, and we all still deal with different things. But 
you know, the great thing is the more we step out, the more we get accustomed, like you were talking about, you know, mm-hmm. okay, that step, now another step and another step. And the Lord will take you step by step by step wherever you need to go. Praise God. Folks, you are listen to, listening to the Be Free program. I'm your host, Lerada Roshke. We are uh, at the Revolution Broadcasting, K-E-R-V-A-M 1230. I want to invite you to go to our, our toll-free prayer line. We want to pray for you. We want to minister to you. You can call at 866-241-0579, 866-241-0579. It would be our blessing and honor to connect with you. I want to invite you to also go to my website at lueda.org, L-O-U-A-D-A.org. You can get all kinds of resources, and you can see our TV programs, you can get different notes and um, DVD, CDs, all kinds of things that can minister to you, I believe. So I want you to do that. All of this is for you, for you to be transformed into the image of Christ. So call us if you need, if there's a particular area that you need prayer for, uh, you reach out to the Lord and we will pray with you and it would be our honor. Listen, you guys stay tuned. I'll be right back in just a moment. 